0: This is London Calling. London Calling. I know that our beliefs resonate with the British people. Our beliefs in freedom, in the ability to control your own life, in low taxes, in personal responsibility. And I know that's why people voted for us in such numbers in 2019. And as your party leader, I intend to deliver. What we promised those voters right across our great country. Welcome to London Calling with me, James Dellingpole, and my very good friend, Mr. Toby Young. Now, Tobes, uh, I'm 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 betting that all you want to go and talk about this week is something that's happened in some some change of regime uh, in in 10 Downing Street.
1: Is that right? That is correct, and I'm going to predict, James, that that um your line is: It doesn't matter who's in charge, Toby. Cloud <laughs> Schwab so, is pulling I'm the so, strings.
0: <laughs> I'm so predictable, and you're going to say this is a this is a, a golden opportunity to to finally enact meaningful Brexit, and and this and she's the most free market, buccaneering Prime Minister we've ever had, and it's going to be great.
1: Well, you know, I'm in. Um Well, first of all, let's just to put this in context for our American listeners, um, at uh, 12.30 Monday, um, it was announced, uh, the, the, the result of the Conservative Leadership Contest was announced. And Liz Truss beat Rishi Sunak by a margin of something like 57% to 43%. So Liz Truss is our new Prime Minister. She is the third woman to become Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. And all three have been Conservatives. Um, And uh, yeah, I feel a bit, um, I feel uh, ambivalent, James. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, on the one hand, I wanted Liz to win. I think she'll be better than Rishi when Kemi Badenoch went out of the contest. I switched my allegiance to Liz. Um, I think that uh, I agree with her free market philosophy. Um, I think she has courage. Um, She says she was elected as a Conservative and she's going to govern as a Conservative. Um, She's been pretty good on Brexit, um, even though she was originally a Remainer. Um, And uh, I think she's been pretty good on cultural issues like the Gender Recognition Act. So I think there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. But on the other hand, I felt very optimistic, as did you, um, when Boris Johnson became leader of the Conservative Party and when he and particularly when he won um, an 80 seat majority and then did what he said he was going to do and took us out of the European Union and then disappointment set in and I cut and I sort of kicked myself for believing for allowing my allowing allowing hope to get the better of me when Boris was elected and I remember being scornful when Tony Blair won the 1997 general election. I remember, I think I've said this before, James, um, being at a party with some English friends in New York where I was living at the time, watching Blair dancing to Things Will Only Get Better with Cherie outside Number 10 Downing Street and thinking, whatever happens in the next 10 years, at least no one, and I mean no one, will be disillusioned by Tony Blair's premiership because who could possibly invest anything in this Chat show host, um, and of course, lots of people did, and they were duly disillusioned. And I think I fell down the same crevice when Boris Johnson became leader of the Labour Party. I allowed myself to be swept up by optimism, um, and invested something in him, and thought that he was going to be a great prime minister, only to be pretty disappointed, you know, two years later, uh, three years later. Uh, so I'm I'm guardi- I'm I, I, I I'm guarding against. Being swept up by any sort of enthusiasm for this Lister—that's
0: good, Toby. <laughs> that's.
1: But th- that's, I, but but, that's... but on the other hand, I I, I it, it, the odd thing is, James, it's it's sort of impossible not to. It's impossible to extinguish hope altogether. I know you've managed it. <laughs> You're a more well, cynical well, man than I. But but I I, I, yeah. I I have I have there is some flicker, some flicker of hope in my breast.
0: The thing about the thing about hope, Tobes. You, you remember the the legend of of Pandora's box. And, and and even in my my less enlightened youth, I remember smelling a rat with that story, because you remember that 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 Pandora's box. The last thing remaining in the box was hope. So there was no sudden turnaround in government policy in the box. There was there was no um, oh energy won't be as expensive after all in the box there was no food shortages aren't going to happen after all in the box the only thing was hope which is a completely vacuous thing it's it's almost by definition it's it's a sort of aspiration born of desire but with no with no likelihood that it's actually going to be fulfilled and I'm afraid that's that's where we are um I'm, you're right i mean my line line on 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 um, liz well i'm not going to call her liz truss is 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 it's just going to be it's just going to be more of the same it really is i mean even even areas where my old self might have thought oh well um at least she's sound on on fracking she's she's been so care she's she's hedged it about to, sort of to, to make any position possible in the future on, on on fracking um and I I find it extraordinary for example that that we've got looming um an energy crisis we're, we're, we're told that that most of the pubs in the country are going to be closed by Christmas because they're Energy bills, the projected en- energy bills have, have increased. They've, they've uh, increased by ten times, I think. Um, and we've got similar problems with, say, the the food industry. Are you are you aware that the last producer of CO two is about to closed down co2 is, is is a is a byproduct apart from everything else of um a fertilizer production we know what's happened to, to fertilizer production now we've got co2 which is vital in everything from stunning animals before they're before they're they're killed um to to beer obviously to the to the the canning industry etc etc the, the whole of our food production is going to be hit by this sudden sudden um shortage of of co2 just when around the world all the all the producers uh, for various reasons are being hamstrung whether you've got rice production being hit in in um the the the, the floods um in in uh, pakistan and bangladesh or whether it's um uh, you know the 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 grain shortages from from russia and and ukraine uh and I, I find it bizarre that that none of the leadership candidates were talking about this stuff. None of them are addressing it. And 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 you've still got Liz Truss sort of havering on something as simple as as fracking, which ought to be such a no-brainer that that any any notionally conservative leader ought to be getting behind it and saying, look, we cannot let people freeze to death this winter. It's not that's not a conservative thing to do. But I'm not I'm not hearing any of this. I'm not hearing. Any of any of our political class addressing any of these problems. So you'll understand if I'm a bit sceptical that, that that Liz Truss is, is, is going to make anything what was your, anything better than it, Boris. Isn't
1: isn't CO two just carbon dioxide? Yeah, it is. So it's it's not, it, it, but you sounded like it was a kind of product that was being manufactured, and now it's no. Yes, well, you will you, will you,
0: I, I, you you can't just go around with a net and sort of wave it around in the in the in the air
1: and scoop it up. And but <laughs> you mean you mean be. products which um, emit carbon, uh, carbon dioxide, will are being phased car, out.
0: Car, carbon dioxide is 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 part of the the food production process for a number of industries, and yeah, you, I'm I'm right. presuming you, you you buy it in. Well, of, of course, you you know that that commercial greenhouses pump loads and loads of co2 um in you know, tomato growers for example co2 is 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 the way that they they speed up the growth that they um yeah it, it's it's really mm. I mean, despite what the green movement tells us co2 is 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 really really important
1: yeah and so, i
0: i'm just not hearing any of this stuff from any of i mean you know never mind liz Truss and rishi sunak um but you're not hearing it from any any mps at all it's like they've just given up
1: i think she's she's as you say she's she's um she said a a number of things about um fracking and about net zero which i think give her a bit of wiggle room but i think what they mean is that there's everything to play for and you know i'm sure there are forces already at work um in downing street in her team you know who who which are clashing on this issue and nothing is preordained nothing is written in stone well I think it depends it who wins the battle um, <laughs> no, it's, and it's, that, that it battle is has to be joined james, james.
0: she's going to lose she will lose that battle and, and, and i i would question whether she's even up for, up for the battle in the first place i thought it was very significant the color that she was wearing today which is the same color that that um uh hillary clinton wore at biden's inauguration the same as that kamala harris wore this it's it's the it's the color of the of the world economic forum the color of of the elites who are forcing through these agendas i think she's already bought and paid for i think she's already sold her soul she's not she's not
1: she's not she's no good for us i think i think um the battle for her soul has commenced james but um uh, it, 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 I think they wouldn't it would be, get uh, these jobs if un, their soul un, wasn't already, already unduly, taken unduly fatalistic um, and I think she could be the Prime Minister, we hoped Boris Johnson would be, um, but um, it depends on, you know, whether good triumphs over darkness Um and uh, and I think uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, so I'm not as I'm not as pessimistic as you, though I am guarding against excessive optimism. By the way,
0: I, it was it was a very cruel uh, below the belt jab to remind me <laughs> that I I too <laughs> was once optimistic about about Johnson and that I thought he was you know he was the great bright hope and he was going to deliver Brexit, which I now realize was a chimera anyway, and doesn't doesn't matter. Um, it was just. Just another another
1: thing sent to divide us. But yeah. Anyway, it, it so cho- it shows how,
0: how long how how recently I believe I was I was almost like YouTubes.
1: I've um I've I've uh, on Twitter today I set out my um winning formula which um I hope uh, Liz Truss adopts. I said I hope she stands up for free speech cuts taxes stops illegal immigration depoliticizes the police scraps net zero lifts the fracking ban faces down militant trade unionists reforms the civil service and celebrate britain's heritage so that's going to be those are going to be the issues on which i judge her and i'm sure she won't fail on every single one uh and i'm I'm optimistic that she'll do better than 50 percent but we'll see uh we'll have a clearer sense when we see who's in her cabinet i'm I'm, I'm concerned that um, Nadine Dorries um, may still be Culture Secretary and as you know the online safety bill is Nadine's big baby the, the, the piece of legislation she hopes will be her legacy um, and that is a dreadful bill which will have a terribly chilling effect on free speech online so i think that is a bad sign if true but uh, we don't we don't know yet um but um we've got a lot of ads today james uh, we uh have, unusually we unlike have. the previous couple of weeks we've got four ads today so we better hear from our first one um, i think we had uh, and uh shall i um shall i do one then. Um, let's why don't why don't I do the first one, which is an old favorite, uh, a, 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 an old faithful. If you're a business owner that likes to jump to the news highlights, you'll love Indeed with Indeed Instant Match. You can instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Hiring you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments and Virtual Interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Visit Indeed.com slash London to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash London. Indeed.com slash London. Terms and conditions apply, cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So James, let's move on. Um, I've got some news. Um, uh, well, I've got a story anyway to tell you. I went to see um, uh, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle at the O2 yesterday. Um, really? Yeah. Um, I didn't even know they were. They were. I would have gone to see
0: that. Well, I, I wouldn't. It's in the O2, but I,
1: I know I the O2 is absolutely dreadful, isn't it? It's only the second time I've been there, but my god it's an awful venue uh i mean it has an awful history it was the originally the millennium dome which was a terrible new labor white elephant wasn't it um uh, but um gosh it's hard to get to it's in i mean the only tube station is north greenwich and you can't walk really from north greenwich to any other tube station because it's in the middle of nowhere and so the crowds you know you uh, had to get through to get on the tube platform on the way back was just horrendous. Um, and uh, once you get into the Millennium Dome, you're sorry, the O2, you're then ushered around yeah. like cattle. And, um, and there were these various concession stands, very, very poorly run. You had to queue for literally an hour. For the privilege of buying a, a a a burger and some chips for the price of sixteen pounds fifty, or a pint of horrid watered down Budweiser for about eight quid. I mean, yeah. You know, so you, by the time you've sat down, clutching your sixteen pound burger and your eight pound pint of watery rubbish, <laughs> you know you're in a pretty bad mood. <laughs> um, uh, so <laughs> it's it, it, it sort of uh, yeah, the odds are stacked against the performers. Um, but uh, Chris Rock. Uh, was 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 pretty good he went on a bit too long but he had some good bits he had a good bit about Meghan Merkel. um you know uh what is she he had a kind of running gag about what is she complaining about talking about just what a pampered privileged existence she has and um uh and Dave Chappelle I thought was very good um uh and it was sort of suitably seditious and anti-woke and they both stood up for free speech and took no prisoners um so that was all good but um there was one there was a kind of there was a the mc was this kind of bald fat mustachioed kind of vulgarian a kind of um beat a sort of b-tech uh, rodney dangerfield and um and he told this absolutely appalling joke about the queen and prince philip which involved them having sex and it was unbelievably crude and vulgar and scatological and um and I I I, thought, I think I felt I must feel like kind of what other people feel when they're offended by kind of anti-woke jokes. You know, uh, suddenly I found myself, you know, when I was least expecting it, a gig by Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle was I expecting to be among my own kind, you know, um, celebrating sedition and, you know, political incorrectness, suddenly feeling really affronted and offended and thinking, my God, this shouldn't be allowed. I mean, it was really right. appalling. And and and, 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 it, and and the audience were kind of lapping it up, which was horrifying. They were actually laughing. I would,
0: I would, have, I would have taken it. You probably it. would have lapped it up. Yeah, but, I, um, I but,
1: but but, but it, 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 both this kind of mustachioed maitre d' and then subsequently Chris Rock, rather disappointingly, they both kind of um, referred to the fact that Meghan... Um, uh, had concluded that the royal family is racist, and and their and the gag was, you know, um, well done, Detective Megan. You know, how long did it take you to figure that out? Didn't you know that? you know, uh, going in. And it was like, they just took it for granted that the royal family was, you know, a racist institution. And they referred to, you know, the British Empire and the fact that they're all white and they're old and people have to bow to them. I mean, it was just kind of crude. I mean, it was like woke humour rather than anti-woke humour. And that kind of made my flesh crawl a little bit. But on the whole, on the whole, James, it was pretty good, particularly Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle didn't R- put did it you get a foot wrong. He didn't make any gags you- like that. No, I actually paid for your- i paid for it well how much, um, how much was it so that that was another thing which put me in a bad mood so i took my son a friend of mine offered me a pair of tickets that they couldn't use 150 quid each no for the two of them but we the were two. we were in the gods
0: uh, that's that's poor to sit in the gods for that and um did he do the michael jackson joke
1: yes he did I mean, uh, the, 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 Michael Jackson
0: and um and thingy R um, Kelly the,
1: the... R Kelly yeah no,
0: Chris... no oh no I was thinking of, of of um the boy who was in those those the child Macaulay Culkin oh
1: yeah no he didn't do that uh, who are you thinking of Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle I know well, Chris the Rock bit, did the, a Michael Jackson joke he was talking about selective outrage how come people you know um were outraged by R Kelly's Alleged pedophilia, or perhaps it isn't even alleged anymore, and Michael Jack, but not Michael Jackson's, um, uh, and that was a kind of segued into a bigger piece about you know selective outrage on the part of the woke, which was not a bad bit. Um, but no, I did no, Chappelle did not make a gag about because um, that
0: uh, was that that was the best one. Do you remember that one? The way he says, "Look, you know, in I, special- I, I'm not
1: a pedophile, mean, but if I were,
0: <laughs> recalling <laughs> no, I think I... I think that was it. I think that's how it went. Okay, okay. What, what was the what was the the most tasteless joke they told that that that, that really
1: hit the spot? Um, he he. he... <laughs> Well, it was, uh, there was there was there was there was he 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 talked about getting Dave Chappelle talked about getting attacked on stage um, by you know um, someone he described as a homeless man, um, and uh, a, a, and he he did, he did he did a good joke about how he, he's been the, the homeless man supposedly attacked him because the homeless man was um, angry about the fact that Dave Chappelle has made jokes about trans people, and the homeless man had. Um, what looked like a gun, but when you pulled the trigger, a knife popped out at the end. Um, uh, so it was kind of like a, a fake gun, but a, nevertheless, you know, a dangerous weapon. And and he got it wrong, and he apologized. Said, you know, uh, he said he said, you know, um, it identified. It, you know, it it was a gun that identified as a knife. That was quite a funny bit about, you know. Men identifying as women, sort of thrown in there. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not delivering it. As no, well I think as he it's, he did, losing it's losing something. in translation terms. I'm thinking
0: that this was a terminally unfunny <laughs> evening so far. It
1: was. Uh, I, I, I don't know. The, the jokes fade, don't they, Judge? I'm not sure I can remember any of the best jokes. Uh, there was. Uh, uh, no. Uh,
0: do you know what? This is a terrible thing, but it's it's a sign of my age. But. Um, what time did it? What time were you able to get home by?
1: Yeah, that, that was critical. I was terribly nervous from about sort of ten o'clock onwards that it would go on for far too long and I wouldn't be able to get the last tube home. And in the end, did have to come back quite a higgledy-piggledy route because I did miss the last um, Elizabeth line train. Um, I Had to come back via the Central line and walk kind of a mile from the nearest tube stop to my house and didn't get home till about quarter past twelve. So that yeah, you that see, was, if uh, I'm
0: not if not, I'm not in bed by eleven. I uh, I I which which rules out quite a lot of engagements I I went to this 21st birthday at the weekend and I was up till till midnight and I was I was just yawning I just couldn't wait to go to bed
1: you know thinking about it's, it James the the, fu- the funniest bit was probably um when he was talking about a headline I think in the LA Times saying um uh, and the headline was um uh, Dave Chappelle's alleged attacker is bisexual, and um, and that was apparently one of the reasons he was outraged on behalf of the trans community or the LGBTQ plus community because he's bisexual. And Deschanel was like alleged alleged attacker. He attacked me. It was on video. It's been Ooh, viewed sixty on. million so, times. So I just got
0: to keep talking. I was got to let the guys come to fit my my new. This is amazing. Starlink. Oh, I've got, I've, I've got, I've yeah, I'm going to get a Starlink. That's exciting. Is that a freebie? It is. No, no, it's not. No, 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 absolutely not. But uh, as you know, I've been living on dial-up speed for as long as we we, we, yeah. we, we, ha- we have terrible tech problems. And, yeah. and it's affected my podcast and
1: yeah. all
0: that. But apparently, people say, people do say that you can get like um, 100 thingies, 100 megabytes per second. it? Wow. Uh,
1: and and how do you get the Starlink? I mean, I didn't know that was available to mere mortals like us i thought you had to be you you know a ukrainian freedom fighter to get what it is
0: it's an intelligence test and i failed it loads of times because what you have to do you go to you go it's it's almost like the website is designed to, to to not let you buy the product so you go to the website and and it and it says is you have to do a search is is this product available in my area so you type in your address and and a load of addresses come which have nothing to do with your address and and it just it refuses to let your address come up and this fox me and and i i i thought well there's no way i you, you, how can how can i order order this dish which you need obviously to, to get the satellite dish if you cannot get you, you cannot give them your address and it kept refusing it and I. Over a period of months, I tried this and kept uh, meeting this this brick wall. And then I noticed something, the detail that I hadn't really really taken on board, which is, it said either give your address or your something something, and the something something, whatever it is, is your Google like satellite uh, address. Right. So so you find your property on a on a on a one of those maps, and yeah. then you work out what your code is.
1: And, and you can enter that. Okay. Yeah. And, and how, how much does the satellite dish itself cost? About six hundred quid. Six hundred quid, blimey. And then, and yeah. then, and then, how much is it a month after that?
0: Uh, I think it's eighty nine. It's the, it, it ain't cheap, but for people who live in the sticks, it it's probably essential.
1: is the way forward. Oh, that's good. I, I'm. I'm. I don't. You know the, the the Apple the iPhone fourteen is about to launch. I think on on Wednesday and. Um, uh, and it, it rumor rumor has it that it will work as a satellite phone without kind of any additional fancy equipment. You'll be able to connect directly with kind of I don't know whether it's Starlink or another series of satellites. I think it's I don't think it's Starlink. I think it's some other satellite network um but but in in theory, if that's true, that means that you won't have to worry about not spots anymore. You'll always be able to connect to the internet on your phone or make a phone call wherever you are, even if you're in the middle of the Iraqi desert.
0: Yeah, but it's probably got lots of other built-in features too. Like it'll probably trigger whatever the the um, the luciferase and nanobots and other evil things that you've <laughs> injected into your into your bloodstream, and and it will help speed your demise. So so
1: yeah. Anyway, well, I'm looking forward to finding out how Starlink works. That's very exciting. Though it does sound pretty expensive. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's
0: it's going to be good. And, and, and apparently he the guy even said that you one could. He could so arrange it that that all around the house there is there is good Wi-Fi. Wow, it? which which would mean that I could I could have it, instead of using my office for podcasts, I could use I could find a new special room where I don't get overheard and judged judged by 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 the wife.
1: Hmm. Um, okay, special room. I like the idea of that. Which, so, uh, do, <laughs> that do you want to good. do you want to read our next ad, James? Why don't you? Do, I think I should hear from our um our meet provider friends uh,
0: yeah, there's a clue tobes you, you yeah every week on this program we've talked about the possibilities nay the the certainty of food shortages there's a lot of things to blame but the family farmer isn't yeah the family farmer is not one of them too right if you're among our american listeners that unfortunately this doesn't apply in the uk very sadly there's something you can do to support your family farmers and that's moink Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon direct to your door, all while helping family farms become financially independent from Big Ag and the predators, and we know who they are, Bill Gates, buying up large portions of American farmland. Unlike your local supermarket, with Moink you have total control over the quality and source of your food, Customise the meat and fish selections delivered in every box, stick with family favourites or mix it up each month and cancel any time. Moink was founded by an 8th generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. Host Kevin O'Leary said it's the best bacon he's ever tasted and our American producer Brian agrees. It's no wonder Shark Jamie Simonoff, creator of the Ring Video Doorbell, invested in Moink. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash London right now. And listeners of this show get free filet mignon for a year. That's one of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste. But for a limited time, spelt M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash London. That's moinkbox.com slash London. Good old Moink. I I like their copywriter as well. He's, he's He's clearly... Team James,
1: I would say. <laughs> Possibly. Um, so did you see that Extinction Rebellion managed to invade the hallowed halls of Parliament and yeah, staged uh, a protest at the dispatch box?
0: That, that, that word managed to. They were allowed to. I mean, Extinction <laughs> Rebellion are essentially um, part of the uh, uh, government operation. There is no way. You, you know how difficult it is to get into the houses apart. Apparently,
1: they were on an official tour.
0: Apparently, yeah, I'm, they, sure they p- a, I'm sure there's. Off. An, they peeled off. <laughs> I'm sure there's an official excuse how it happened. Oops! Oh, we seem to have allowed a bunch of protesters into. There's no way, Tobes. This 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 was not being permitted by the authorities. They want it. I, I I'm actually very critical of of anyone who. Who runs stories or broadcasts stories about Extinction Rebellion? Because we're just giving them publicity. <laughs> know, they are is, nobodies. They, nobody shares their their values. So, um, on the I subject, saw I, I was on... in Morven the other day. Yeah, and I saw a bunch of them. Morven is is like you know it's like Dartington Hall. It's like Brighton. It's sorry, like Dartington, like Brighton, like like Stroud, and a few other Bristol, of course, woke hotspots. Right, and it's full of these these retirees on government pensions because they've all done stuff like working at the Real signals and radar establishment or they've worked they've probably been senior nhs man, uh, managers or whatever and they've now retired on their fat pensions for having done sod all in their lives other other than make make us us more miserable and more regulated and these tossers then then decide oh i know what i'll do with my retirement i will throw a spanner into the i, I will make it even harder for people to heat their homes this winter i will make it harder for people travel in their cars because I am an old Tosser and I am a member of Extinction Rebellion Morven. I tell you what, James, I wish I'd had time to go up those steps and confront those old farts because <laughs> they're a menace. They are absolute yeah. menace. And I
1: hate anyone giving them the oxygen of publicity. They are scum. Alright, let's not talk any more about no. the Extinction Rebellion <laughs> protest in Parliament. But James, on the subject of um uh conspiracy theories, um oh, I yes. went to this I went to this um I went to this rally um, uh, it was a, a sort of first year anniversary party, question time event, and a few speakers um, at Church House in Westminster um, last week for Together. Together is quite a sound, um, was quite an anti lockdown, um, uh, anti net zero campaigning organization. Um, and um, and uh, there were lots of um, fans there. It was like, it was like, it was the it was triple overlap, James. It was the center of the Venn diagram where fans of the Daily Skeptic, the Free Speech Union, and London Calling overlapped. It was the bullseye in that uh, Venn diagram. And lots of people came up to me and said that they were fans of London Calling. In fact, more people came up to me to say they were fans of London Calling than came up to say they were fans of the Daily Sceptical, the Free Speech Union. So it was literally chock full of London Calling fans. And about half of them were Team Toby and about half of them were Team James. Um, and Because right. um, that's always my first question when they tell me they're a fan. Um, but um, it, interestingly, even the people on Team James said to me, um, had I read your piece in The Conservative Woman about how i'm a celebrity get me out of here um was in fact part of a kind of WEF inspired conspiracy to get us to stop eating meat and start eating insects because of the bush tucker trials in which they eat insects and witchy grubs and whatnot and th- th- the question was were you joking was that was it slightly tongue-in-cheek was it intended to be sort of faintly satirical or did you really think that and um, I, I said I didn't know that I would ask you. Um, oh, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm totally sincere. Um, I, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there were other reasons why the the insect eating extravaganza was, you know, I mean, apart from anything else, people do seem to like seeing celebrities <laughs> humiliate themselves on TV, and I agree that that's a that's a good thing. But yeah. Definitely, definitely, these things are are part of an agenda. It's called it's called predictive programming, and there are all sorts all sorts of examples. I mean, you, know, you can look at the the Hunger Games, for example, which I've just been watching, rewatching recently. I mean, it's extraordinary how much it 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 prefigures what's what's happening now. You've got this effete, decadent class in the in the capital with their ridiculous fashions and 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 haircuts, and then and then you've got the You've got the workers in in the various districts, and and they're, they're increasingly under the cosh And you've got, the, you know, the the, the 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 boot boy armies enforcing the will of, of of the of of president President Snow. I mean, you know, this 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 was children's literature uh, a decade ago, but it's also it's also a way of preparing us. And and I think that the the bug eating thing, yeah, was very much part of that
1: but i don't think they eat bugs anymore i think that's now been banned for kind of you know ethical reasons um Actually, because so many viewers got upset you, is is that is that is that I so think that, i think so. i think that's the case yes because I, I
0: tell you before. what it's 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 quite interesting um that that one of the things that has emerged about insects is that because i i remember like 5 or 10 years ago that there was there were, there was a sort of premium on articles for uh, by journalists saying, "Oh, I'm trying bugs at the, at the bug eating cafe," yeah, and then it was a yeah. kind of novelty act thing, and it's it, it, it's become increasingly a, a sort of a, a, a mainstream um, thing, but recently it's emerged we should have known this before, really, that, that that insects carry all sorts of dangerous parasites which we're just not designed to eat. You know, the, there's a reason why we have chickens and things to to eat bugs and then and then sort of render them um, harmless to us and then we can eat the chicken meat but we were never meant to 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 eat eat the bugs themselves and you remember that do you remember that really heartbreaking story of the boy in new zealand who uh, i sorry in australia who was a uh, you know he was a rugger player and he was out with his mates getting pissed and 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 they they saw i think a banana slug and And you know his mates egged him on, and he ate this banana slug, and then he 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 was he had this terrible disease that he caught from the banana slug, and he wasted 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 away, and eventually he died of this this you know, you can imagine how upsetting it must be for his family well not not least for for the boy himself that all caused by by a sort of harm a seemingly harmless prank, so yeah, um I think we should steer well clear of these of these things okay.
1: Listen, we'd better hear from our next sponsor because we've got four to get through. Um, So it's my turn. So we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. If you're like me and you've run out of stuff to watch on Netflix, this will change your world. This whole week, I've been using ExpressVPN to binge the office on Netflix US it's so simple to do I just fire up the Express VPN app change my location to the US refresh Netflix and that's it Express VPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located you can choose from almost 100 different countries so just imagine all the Netflix libraries you can go through love Korean dramas use Express VPN to parasite off South Korean Netflix but it's not just Netflix Express VPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there and Paramount Plus, I can tell you, because that's the only way I was able to watch the offer. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. ExpressVPN also works on all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on the big screen or on the go. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, go to expressvpn.com slash London, Right now, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's ExpressVPN.com/london. ExpressVPN.com/london to learn more. And now, James, I'm going to add a bit of uh, ad lib here because I know they like us to do that. Um, I use ExpressVPN to enable me when I can't go to a QPR game to watch. <laughs> qpr on the qpr channel because you're not allowed to do that if you're resident in the uk but if you use expressvpn and you and you and you and you 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 um, pretend you're in the United States, you can watch it. Um, Ted, so, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. That is such a good reason. I think I that think the, the number of subscribers <laughs> they're going to get for that they very is yeah, it's
1: going to be enormous. They're going to be advertising for for the rest of the year now because the, the, the per- purchases are going to go off the charts. Uh, so James, Ooh. I think we probably ought to get onto the main event, which I'm hoping we can discuss. And I've actually, uh, which is um, the uh, Amazon Prime TV series of Lord of the Rings. Um, which I hope you've watched because I actually watched two episodes today so we could discuss so, it. I tell you, I was absolutely
0: gutted. I I was so looking forward to this thing. I've been looking forward to this thing for months because I'd been confidently assured by the Internet that this was going to be the biggest atrocity
1: in yes. the history yep. of That was of why fantasy. I tuned in as well. I, I thought a that, that I thought we were going we, we to were gonna have a an absolute kind of whinge about how unbelievably woke and ghastly and what a betrayal it was of Tolkien's memory. No, But actually, I absolutely loved it. What about
0: you? <laughs> oh, no, that's pathetic. No, no, no. I, w- I definitely wouldn't go that far. I just thought, look, come on. The, the first 10 minutes were achingly tedious weren't they and I, mm. i'm sorry that that i what galadriel's childhood and what was that about the boat the the paper boat being sunk by a rock it was just it was just twee and then the scene where galadriel hang on a second why is a woman leading a military expedition where, who made that rule <laughs> Does, is, did did tolkien make that rule i don't think so um so you've got so you've got galadriel warrior Galadriel, yeah. leading a military expedition. Why? <laughs> but and because they her, end brother, up her brother
1: this... was killed by an orc, so yeah, she's I, I taken get that on bit. the mantle.
0: Yeah. I get <laughs> that. Bit. So so she goes to a place which looks suspiciously like the mines of Moria, except that it's on a, It's on top of a mountain instead of underneath a mountain. And she goes inside, and what happens? She encounters, a, is it what do they call it? A snow troll. Snow troll. A snow troll, like like the one in Harry Potter and like the monster in the mines of Moria and the snow troll sort of bashes loads of her, her, her her unit who are of course men and therefore useless. (laughs) But luckily, luckily Galadriel with her amazing sword skills, just, just kills this beast in a trice and, and it's great. And, and you know, women, girl power, isn't it just fantastic? So look, I don't, I don't think we can, we, we can, um, let let the series off the charge of being outrageously, disgustingly woke, like okay. Jeff Bezos is. You know, the, Jeff Bezos has an agenda and he is pushing it. All we can say, well, all I can say, is that it's it's not nearly. I mean, Lenny Henry, for example, who I think is just like the devil's invention. Lenny Henry, nevertheless, was not that annoying as a hobbit no, creature. Totally, he, he was, he was okay. fine.
1: Yeah, he yeah. I mean, okay. I, I like you. I I I came to jeer and. Um, uh, remain to cheer. Um, And uh, it doesn't sound like you're cheering as loudly as I am. Are you giving it
0: two thumbs up?
1: I'm giving it two thumbs up, James. I was completely so I was I, I'm 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 not you know, I'm 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 usually quite kind of resistant to, as you say, that kind of twee kind of seeing paper boats being sailed by children sunk by stones, the kind of Irish kind of diddly diddly dee oh. music while while the kind of half foots are kind of gambling about. Um and, and then the kind of uh, you know, the, the uh the, the Celtic accents of the dwarves. Uh, and um and what it's the It's always
0: the, Irish, isn't it? Whether- it's always the Irish on the below decks on the Titanic, and it's always yeah. the Irish and the, the and the shire. They're authentic. The shire was in the Midlands. It wasn't yeah. in the. It wasn't in the. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't in Ireland at all. Yeah, I, I know where the shire was set because I come from there myself. Uh, but but uh, always the uh, Irish.
1: But so, I, so I'm usually quite resistant to that kind of um, that particular brand of kind of uh, what would you call it? Gallic Celtic twee whimsy yeah. but actually I, I thought it was so well done so he kind of i, I thought it, i thought it was much more skillfully and masterfully done actually than house of dragons you kind of you sort of felt so assured that you were in the hands of kind of master storytellers and knew exactly what they were doing um that you just kind of relaxed into it and let all your kind of reservations kind of gradually kind of float away and you were just kind of wrapped up uh, swept away but They've the story, so much money at it they really have yeah I, I didn't think, find that. I mean, I I, I I thought you were going to kind of harp on about the, you know, the colorblind casting, but I should not mind that. I mean, I, I well, and well, obviously you're the wrong you.
0: <laughs> you're the wrong person to ask because because you, you've declared that you don't you, you don't I even don't see colorblind, colorblind blind,
1: casting. Blind, blind the casting. actors are good. Casting. I don't
0: care. I would say that that it, it is uh, of the many annoying things about this Lord of the Rings thing. It is the it is the least annoying. You know, it's not. I'm more annoyed actually by by by, by the gender. The, the the gender reversals, because you think about it, Tolkien Tolkien was was steeped in myth and steeped in archetypes, and Tolkien would 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 have well understood the dangers of a society where where it is not men that go on heroic expeditions but it is women. Why it, this is this is a completely arbitrary choice made by Jeff Bezos, whose bottom boy I think you are because you know you are sounding way too. <laughs> you see, this.
1: I I I prefer uh gad what's she called gadrilon or Ga- gadriel i uh, gadriel at uh, goneril goneril Gladreal. anyway I, I, galadriel. I, galadriel i i preferred her as the kind of demon slaying sword wielder to um legolos in the because Hobbit. you're a cuck no because that is the it, only reason no because because um the Legolas was kind of—he was almost like a lady boy. He was so effeminate. He had the kind of beautiful cheek, Orlando Bloom, you know, with the beautiful yes. cheekbones and the kind of frail limbs and the ladylike hands. You know, the idea of him slaying orcs, um, I found kind of. Much more implausible than um, than 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 Goldilocks <laughs> um, slaying the orcs and the snow troll. I didn't mind that too much, um, and I could be- I sort of believe that she she'd taken on the kind of mantle of uh, of her dead brother and wanted to avenge him as well as all the other people that had been killed by the evil um, uh, Mordor, or whatever he's called. Uh, anyway, I... I, 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 I was Morgoth. it called? More goth, more goth, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I, 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 thought it was. I was, I was, I was. Set, I mean, maybe because my expectations were so low, but I was really pleasantly surprised and completely absorbed, and can't wait to see episode three. I
0: think it's quite interesting how much of a debt it owes to the Peter Jackson films. I mean, I mean the the ship. And the, that carries the elves to the, to the land of, of, I don't know, light, sunlight and the other yeah. side, whatever it's called. That was, that was straight out of Lord, out of the Peter Jackson films. And so, and, and so were, so were the, the, the costumes.
1: Yes. Um, is Peter Jackson, is Peter Jackson not involved?
0: Is he? I don't think so. I don't well, I don't know. know. I don't know. It, yeah. Uh, it, maybe. You know, I, you know I, mean I didn't see his name terms, on it. Did yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, but he, he, I mean, the, Bezos he's not going to give up without a fight. He's just going to keep chucking money at this problem until,
1: um, well, but he can I, chuck, I, he can chuck as much money as he, if that's how he wants to spend his billions, it's okay by me. I,
0: well, I don't know. I don't think they're really his billions at all. I think he's, you know, no, he's a wrong one as well, but, but, um, the, uh, I, th- what we found in the Dellingpole household is that there were no characters we were really rooting for. That, that they're all a bit,
1: what about what about the um, uh, what you called Penny, the half foot, not Penny, but um, uh, Millie, you know, the, the girl who discovers it is the guy, you know, the the, the sort of uh, the, the man who comes crashing down to Earth in the comet. Is that supposed to be Gandalf? <laughs> I don't know no, it.
0: I think that's isn't that Morgoth? more goth reborn i look i've only seen episode one it could but, be it, but it reminds me of a i think that's was, that was taken from a william blake etching wasn't it that, that yes that weird.
1: yes it did yeah yeah starry night no that's a that's a van gogh painting isn't it but yeah um <laughs> yeah, a different <laughs> different yeah uh is that you see i thought it was it's hard yeah you're probably right yeah no spoilers well, i'm just i'm just just yeah, guessing. It. That's a better guess, I think, than Gandalf. Yeah, he didn't look yeah. much like Gandalf, uh, and I'm not sure that's how Gandalf would have uh, made his entrance. Um, but uh, the, what, the 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 female half foot who finds him, I thought she was quite appealing. Uh, as was the the kind of slightly rebellious elf overlord um, who's in love with the um human i thought he was quite appealing um anyway yeah uh, by the time episode by the end of episode two i think you'll have people to root for listen we better not devote all our time to devoting the hobbit because you've got a couple more things to get through um oh so and we've got
0: another ad
1: we've got another the, ad yeah. as well yeah yeah, yeah. this is uh, well, one want, thor yeah well, do, why don't you do why don't you do that ad james have you got that in front of you i have
0: yeah okay. yeah and he, he said james my good friend can thor. you can you read this today please thor thor is actually he's He's propping up this, this podcast almost single-handed. Yeah, he's doing uh, a great job. Margaret Thatcher, Britain's first lady prime minister and last vaguely conservative politician said, don't follow the crowd, let the crowd follow you. That wasn't, that wasn't my Margaret Thatcher impersonation, by the way. I'm just saying what she said. <laughs> Imagine my surprise then when I realised that I, Thor Holt, was the lone sponsor on last week's show. My message, my reaction was to message Toby Double my advertising spend right away, sir. And take that, sir, in lieu of the knighthood you richly deserve, Toby. Ooh, he's sounding a bit dodgy in his taste, this uh, Thor character. <laughs> While Maggie Thatcher owned balls of British steel, she did also close the coal mines based on early climate change bollocks. The moral of the story? Even the best of us make mistakes. That coal would have been well handy this winter, Margaret. London callers. Don't lose heart with energy and economic challenges. Instead, let's show the crowd how it's done. Join me. Join me, Thor Holt. Support Young and Del- Delingpole in their worthy work. Speak directly to 20,000 plus of your fellow free thinkers for only 200 pounds. After all, 200 pounds is last month's 150, inflation being as high as it is. That is as high as a Hunter Biden hotel hooker, boom. Want to hear about my sponsorship experience so far? I'll tell all. No need to find my laptop in a random repair shop. Simply connect linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Thor Holt, or telegram at Thor underscore Holt. Thank you Thor for that ad.
1: We liked it a lot, apart from the bits where you said nice things about Toby. So James, um, all I've got left for you is I finished Blackbird and um, I'm now, I think, uh, going to disrecommend it. it. Its ending was very unsatisfactory, so <laughs> they ran out of money. And had to kind of pull the plug quickly. I was um, never
0: going to go there because you only gave it. I think.
1: I think I gave it one thumb up, one thumb down, or something. Yeah, or two yeah, thumbs exactly. pointing at each other. Um, but um, what I've was now started uh, before. I, I it's, it's, it's a def- prison drama about. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, So I've started listening to um, Paddy Lee Firma's A Time of Gifts. Oh um, yes, which uh, which is which is pretty good. Have you listened to that? Have you read that? Does it is, is he reading it himself or is it? No, he's who... not. It's read by somebody. So someone quite upper class sounding. We've got a fruity voice, um, but maybe it's part. It's partly I think the narrator, but there's a sort of degree of smugness and self satisfaction, um, which slightly grates. It's as though he's terribly pleased about the fact that he's a kind of public school boy who speaks Greek and knows lots of people in different European cities and is connected to the kind of ancient regimes which are fading and being replaced by hideous demagogues and populists all across the world. I don't know, It's uh, there was something slightly kind of, uh, just something slightly too self-congratulatory about it as though he's very pleased with himself. I haven't got to the bit yet when he becomes, you know, um, when he joins the SAS and kind of leads Greek partisans on daring raids against Nazis. So maybe then it'll really perk up. And you know um, he he he's you know, he he writes pretty well and he's a, he's good at describing scenery, um, uh, but uh, it just seemed a little, a little too pleased with himself in my taste. But it could it could just be the narration. Anyway, have you uh, what are you what are you into at the moment? No,
0: I I so I I haven't read um firm. I I know, I know one should. He had a good war, didn't he? Um, he did. No, I tell you what, I've I've just gone and bought. Um, I've just gone and bought. A series of books by Ronald Welsh. Have you heard of Ronald Welsh? Ronald Welsh um wrote a series of of sort of boy's own war, war books uh involving the Carey family. So you've got this somebody at the Carey at, um, at Agincourt, somebody somebody at um in, in tanks in the western desert and 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 so on. So he 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 covers all the all the the military escapades of british military escapades through the ages and i took it i took a big punt because um i'm not sure whether they're any good or not but they i just thought they're probably going to be sound um Have you, you haven't heard of them? no 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 um no. yeah oh
1: that's exciting i can't wait to hear all about it i don't think
0: there'll be much sex in them but maybe that's a good maybe that's a good thing i mean do it do it just what does one need sex in books
1: I don't know, maybe a little bit. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Paddy Lee Firmer, you know, um, bedding down with some German. With Greek peasant women. Yeah, Keller. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh we would probably better call it a day because I've got to shoot off to GB News to talk about Have you? Um, the Conservative election contest result. Um and It's weird they haven't lost me, tubs. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, I'm sure, I'm sure your time will come, James. Anyway. Um, uh, so good to talk to you and um, oh yeah next
0: week I'm going to be I'm going to be in I have I have to remember to bring my microphone I'm going to be in, in Greece
1: oh are you oh that's exciting yeah. late late summer holiday
0: exactly after nice. just after the schools have gone back
1: right so it's just you assuming, and Tiffany assuming my
0: on. flight isn't cancelled
1: right okay okay yeah. sounds good um, but you will be able to connect from there do you think
0: well, probably yeah yeah okay. if I remember yeah you know All right. what I'm like cool
1: Okay, good for hearing about that. Well, I have okay, fun James. In keeping news. All right. All right. Good to talk to you. Bye. Bye. This is London Calling.
0: Ricochet. Join the conversation.